Welcome to this week's Virtual Russia. This week we have the incredible opportunity and privilege to read Parsha's Emor. And the Parsha begins with a fascinating mitzvah, but yet a mitzvah that doesn't apply to every Jew. A mitzvah that only applies to the Kohanim. The Torah tells us in Perak Chaf Aleph, Pasek Aleph, the first Pasek in the Parsha, Vayomar Shema Moshe, Emor el HaKohanim b'nei Aaron. Say to the Kohanim, the sons of Aaron, Vayamart Aleim, and say unto them, Lenefesh lo yitama ba'amov. Torah tells us that a Kohen is not permitted to become ritually impure, is not permitted to become Tame through contact with a corpse. And this is again a well-known mitzvah that Kohanim can't go into a cemetery, Kohanim can't go ahead and attend a Levi, attend a funeral. Of course, there are exceptions. The Torah says that for a regular Kohen, he is permitted to become Tame, ritually impure, for the seven close relatives, a mother, a father, a son, a daughter, a brother, a sister, a spouse, and for the Kohen Golda, for the high priest, he's not permitted to become Tami for anyone, even for his immediate family. The only exception the Gemara explains is for a mace mitzvah. If he comes across a corpse and no one is there to bury it, the Kohen Golda, the high priest, is permitted to do so, even though he will become Tami. It's a fascinating mitzvah. We're all used to it. Again, you go to a funeral, the Kohanim are outside. Right? Kohanim in general can't serve on the Hevra Kadisha. So we know this concept that a Kohen is not permitted to come in contact with a corpse. But if you think about it, it sounds a little bit counterintuitive. What's the job of a Kohen? The job of a Kohen is to model the right kind of behavior. In fact, the Sefer HaChinuch explains so beautifully that part of the reason for the mitzvah of Ali Al-Rega, part of the reason why we have an obligation to, to go up to Yerushalayim on the pilgrimage festivals, on Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, see, everyone thinks you have to go up to Yerushalayim to see the Beis HaMikdosh, to see Hashem. Well, the truth is the Beis HaMikdosh is incredible, but yet it is still just a building, a holy building, but a building to see Hashem, one could see Hashem anywhere and everywhere. The Sefer HaChinuch, in fact, explains that we are Ola Regal, we make the pilgrimage to Yushalayim at least three times a year to be able to see the Kohanim. Because you see, dear friends, the Kohanim teach us how to live. The Kohanim teach us how to conduct ourselves. The Kohen is the paradigm, the paradigmatic example of what it means to be a spiritual and holy individual. So we go up to Yushalayim three times a year really to be able to see the Kohanim. So one would have thought that the Kohen, who is the paradigm of spirituality and holiness, would dafka be involved with taking care of the needs of the dead. Because we know Judaism places an incredible emphasis on chesed, on acts of charitable kindness, acts of chesed. But we know that it's hard to find a pure and altruistic act of chesed. After all, if I do something nice for you, although again, I may be going out of my way to do something nice, is it altruistic? Is it pure? Maybe yes, maybe no. It's possible that at the end of the day, I think to myself, you know what, I'm going to do something nice for you because one day I'll be in need. And that way again, you'll remember, ah, Silver did something nice for me. I'll do something nice for him. And that's why the rabbis explain that there's really only one chesed shall MS. There's only one true, pure, unadulterated, perfect act of chesed. And that's the chesed, that's the kindness you do for the dead. For there is no hope of repayment. For there is no possibility of reciprocity. And therefore, that is a pure form of chesed. So yet, the Kohen, who is supposed to be the paradigm of holiness, is not permitted to come anywhere near the dead. And it sounds so counterintuitive. Because I would have thought that the Kohen would dafka be the one to serve, to head 
the Chevra Kadisha, reading a body for, for, for preparing a body for burial. I would have thought that Koin Dafka would be at the Levi, would be at the cemetery. He'd be the first one filling in the grave with earth. Because after all, it's the greatest chesed. And it is the job, the mandate of the Kohen to model for us how to live and how to lead a spiritual and holy, night, holy life. Yet the Torah Kedosha tells us, Lenefesh lo yitama ba'amav. The Kohen is not to come in contact with the dead. Are there exceptions? Immediate family for regular Kohen. Mes mitzvah for a Kohen Gadol. Yes, exceptions. But as a general rule, the Kohen is to be separate from the dead. The Kohen is not to come in contact with death. He is to separate himself from anything to do with death. And the question is why? Why? What's the message? What's the lesson? And once again, the Sefer HaChinuch says something really fascinating. He says, because since the Kohen is separated out to lead a life of service to Hashem, specifically within the confines of the Beis HaMikdash, therefore, he cannot come in contact with the dead. And when you look at that, at that idea in the Sefer HaChinuch, it almost seems a little bit circular. Essentially, the Kohen can't come in contact with the dead because he's a Kohen. Because he has a job to work in the Beis HaMikdash, therefore he cannot come in contact with the dead. Well, God, you, you, you made the rules. You make the rules. You said this mitzvah. So if you didn't want it to be this way, it doesn't have to be that way. In other words, there are plenty of people who serve Hashem, who serve Hashem, albeit not in the Beis HaMikdash, and have plenty to do with the dead, and are involved with Levias, and are involved with preparing bodies for burial. So it's not a mutually exclusive thing to be a servant of God, and yet to perform chaset, to perform acts of kindness for the dead, Yet the Sefer Achinuch says because the Kohen's life is dedicated to the Mikdash, to service in the Temple, he cannot get involved with caring for the dead. And perhaps what the Sefer Achinuch is teaching us is an incredibly profound idea. You see, Hashem is saying that in order for the Kohen to be successful in his life initiative, in his endeavor, in being a Kohen, there has to be singular focus. There has to be singular focus. Is going to a levaya a big mitzvah? hundred percent. Is helping out with a kvura burial a hundred percent? A big mitzvah? A thousand percent. Chesed shel anes. Being on the chever kadisha, on the burial society. Is that an incredible thing? Unequivocally, yes. But the Kohen has a different mission. And his mission is to be involved in the Beis HaMikdash. His mission is to be the ambassador of God to the Jewish people and ultimately the ambassador of the Jewish people to God. His job is to do the avodah in the Beis HaMikdash. And Hashem is teaching the Kohen an incredible lesson. For you to be successful in your mission, you must have singular focus. You must be holy and fully dedicated. You cannot get distracted. All of us struggle with distractions. And the truth is, in this, especially this digital age, there is, there is no end to our distractions. WhatsApp and text messages and email and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. There's no, and again, all could be used for incredibly wonderful and powerful things. But also, all also have the ability to distract. After all, let me, let me paint the following picture and I'm sure all of you can relate to this. I begin my day with a list of things I have to do. All important things that have to get done today. And then you know what happens. The phone buzzes. You look, you pick it up, it's a text message. And maybe it's an important text message. Maybe it's something important. So suddenly, again, I pick it up, I answer it, 
and that triggers a whole cascade, right? The whole bunch of events, all, all important things, all important things. But then by the time I get refocused on my day, it could be that half of the day is gone, three quarters of the day is gone, or maybe the entire day is gone. But whatever it is, I've gotten distracted. You know, we think about distractions as like, I get distracted with things that are not meaningful, right? I got distracted with this or distracted with that. This, I could get distracted with things that are very meaningful. When that text message comes in, it might be about something very important. But if it's a distraction from what I have to accomplish now, then I have to really think very long and hard about whether or not I should focus on that or maybe do I shut it out so that I can have singular focus on the things I need to get done. So many times in life, we don't get traction on our goals, on our dreams, on our initiatives. Why? Not because we don't care and not because we're not committed and not because we lack the desire to work hard. I have all of those midos. But do you know why so often in life I look back and I say, well, I didn't get to do this and this and this and this and a million other things, all worthy and noble endeavors and initiatives because I got distracted. I, I, the distractions were good things also. They were holy things also, meaningful things also. Absolutely, distractions come in all shapes and sizes. And distractions come in all forms. And distractions come in the form of the mundane and in the form of the holy. But at the end of the day, if I really want to accomplish things in life, I have to maintain that singular focus. Because the moment I allow myself to get distracted is the moment I risk not accomplishing the things I really want to accomplish, not actualizing the goals and dreams that I know I have to bring to fruition. One little distraction could sometimes derail an entire day and a whole bunch of distractions could derail an entire life. This is the message that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was teaching us through the halachas of the Kohen. The Kohen has a sacred mission and his mission is so sacred that he cannot get distracted, even by other meaningful and holy things. Like we said before, taking care of the dead is the highest form of chesed. Ba'chadosh Baruch Hu says to the Kohen, other people will do that. You have to focus on your mission. You cannot get distracted. Because if you get distracted, you run the risk of denying meaning to your own life, and you run the risk of not living up to the expectations that I, God, have of you, and that the Jewish people have of you. Do not become defiled. Do not become ritually impure by, becoming, by coming in contact with the corpse. It was the way HaKadosh Baruch was telling the Kohen, you need to remain focused. You need to drown out the static. You need to remove the distractions. And what an incredible lesson for us. Because as I mentioned before, we all struggle with distractions, all different kinds of distractions. And especially in today's day and age, we love to think we can multitask. So the truth is, all of us know deep down, you really can't multitask. Meaning what? You could do a lot of things at once, but the quality of all of those things usually is subpar. And the quality of, that, of the effort you put in is not really putting your best foot forward. So sure, you could kind of move multiple things forward on multiple fronts simultaneously. But if you're doing five things at once, maybe each of them gets 60%. Maybe if you're very talented, 70%. But it's for sure not getting 100% of your effort. 
we have to think about the things we need to accomplish in life. What, what are the things I need to accomplish? I don't mean the things that are nice, but in my life mission statement, what are the things I have to accomplish? What are the things that I cannot do without? What are the things that I feel are mission critical for my self-actualization? And whatever those things are, I have to find the courage, find the strength, and find the discipline to give those things my unadulterated, undistracted attention. And even the distractions that come in are meaningful and holy and excellent and beautiful and spiritually luminescent. I have to say to those distractions, sorry, got to tune you out right now. You're important, but what I need to focus on is even a bit more important. And just like the Kohen became the best version of his Kohanic self by tuning out the distractions, focusing on his mission critical life initiative, so halavai, if we develop the discipline to drown out the distractions, to go ahead and remove the static, identify the things that are mission critical for our lives, then Amir Hashem, we will also go on to lead meaningful, uplifting, and spiritually luminescent lives as well. Wishing everyone a good Erev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.